Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. All right, everybody, welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Jen Merchant with us. Jen does fishing adventures out of Corpus Christi, Texas, and she, when she isn't fishing, she's shark tagging. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Nice. Yeah. So you're from Texas. Yes. Yeah, you born enjoy and fishing. raised. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, grew up, I grew up fishing with my dad and my brother. We would uh, run the creeks and and fish for catfish and things like that. And then we, uh, I always had a love for the ocean, but I moved, uh, I moved here to the coast probably about 11 years ago. So. Sick. So did you grow up like freshwater fishing then? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I grew up doing. <clears throat> and then you just somehow got into saltwater fishing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Whenever, um, it was probably about 10 years, 10 or 11 years ago. Uh, my brother, he's, he got into shark fishing before I did. And he was like, Oh, I want to show you, you know, he would show me and my husband. He was like, Oh, I want to take y'all fishing. And, and we would go and, uh, our first time, you know, we caught this giant stingray. I mean, it was like, it was bigger than the size of the hood of your truck, you know, it was huge. Um, and it, we just been hooked ever since. And then we would start doing uh, shark tournaments. And we got into one here on the, the Corpus Christi coast, and it's called Sharkathon. Mm-hmm. And they have it like once a year. And so we would drive down here. It's like an eight-hour drive. And we would drive down here, and we would camp on the beach for like a solid week straight. And then we would enter the tournament. It was like a three-day-long tournament. And uh, the tournament was pretty cool. It's, it's just a photo, catch, tag, and release uh, tournament. So trying to promote uh, the conservation of sharks. Yeah. And that's what got me started. And that's what, that's what started the whole thing for me. So you started fishing for sharks, got in that tournament, and now you're actually tagging sharks, right? A lot. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. So is that, that's pretty much how you got into this. Yeah, that's it. That's wow. how that's how I got started. Yeah. How is tagging sharks? Is it pretty gnarly? It is. I mean, it's pretty common here in Texas. Um, I don't know if it if it's legal in other states or how it goes about in other states because I know it's different um, for different locations. <clears throat> but here in Texas, almost everybody's doing it. <laughs> so when you're tagging sharks, is that are they able to just track the sharks now, or how? What is the actual process and and uh what is it for tagging sharks okay so um the way we do it is through we entered like a year-long tournament called texas shark rodeo yep. and they provide us with tags and vial samples and uh that's how we get our information for them and we send it back to them um they uh i mean that that's how we do that is through them so mm-hmm. what so when you tag the sharks though like what what is what can they read off of that is it just like where they're going and where they're spawning and doing all their life yeah okay so our <clears> tags <throat> are we use dart tags and um with dart tags it's pretty much like they the sharks will have to be recaptured in mm-hmm. order to get that information okay. they do they do have satellite tags that you can use 
Um, but those are for bigger sharks, like 10 foot and up. Uh, they use them for hammerheads, tigers, makos. Um, and those, they do have like a live uh, satellite and stuff where you can go and look and see whenever they come up and they ping off the top of the water. No way. That's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So where do you actually tag the shark? Isn't it like on their, their top fin? So, yeah. So like here is the, the top of the back and here's their dorsal and you yeah. would want to, to go in like right here. Yeah. Do you have like special equipment? Like how, like what's the process like, like actually tagging them? So you catch the shark. Are you beach yeah. fishing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So We've, you're straight pole, just off the beach. Right. Right. Um, and most shark fishermen down here, we will fish from the top of our trucks just because yeah. it keeps, a, it keeps the line up off the water. Yeah. Uh, so you have less breakage and things like that. Uh, so fishing from the top of the truck can be super fun, especially when you're hooked into like a 1200 pound shark um that's so i mean if if it's if it's pulling and you don't have your drag set right you're either going to go forward or if the line breaks you're going backwards (laughs) wow yeah it's pretty much you're pretty much fighting the fish using your quads (laughs) what's the biggest shark you caught Uh, i was 11 six hammer are you kidding me no no for real how how long did that take you to reel in about 30 minutes maybe what that's so gnarly (laughs) It was about 800 yards out. Um, we used a drone to fly it out. It was Labor Day weekend. The beach was actually pretty packed, but, and we don't normally, you know, fish or try to target sharks uh, when it's packed like that. But um, we did, we went out and we found a spot that was clear. It was empty. And then, of course, the second I got hooked up, it was like hundreds of people were surrounding us. They wanted to see what what I was bringing in. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. That's so sick. Yeah. And then it ended up all over the news. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Spectrum was hitting me up. They were like, we're going to put this globally. I was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> so can anybody go out and tag sharks or are there like rules and regulations on this? Uh, Well, like I was mentioning earlier, um, Pretty much, I don't know how it is in other states, but here in Texas, yeah, um, you can. Anybody can. I don't recommend it. I mean, it's better if you have experience and it's better to not do it by yourself, of course. Um, Like I said, if you catch a 1,200-pound shark and you're trying to pull it back out to sea, I mean, and you're by yourself, that's that can be pretty difficult. Um, And it's dangerous for you and it's dangerous for the shark. So I always recommend, you know, having experience and doing it with a team. How big of rods are you guys using? Uh, we use about 11-foot rods, um, and our reels are, like, this big. Really? Yeah. That's so gnarly. Have you ever seen the electric reels where they, like, you don't even I, really have to crank them? I have. I've seen them, like, on TV and things like that. I have never used one. Those things I know they sick. mostly use them, like, offshore. You could just drink a beer and reel in. <laughs> That's so yeah. rad. But you don't get the fight. You don't I get know. the... <laughs> so how big of... Because lo- you have like probably metal leaders and stuff, huh? We use uh, we use 30 foot long leaders. <clears throat> okay. Um, and the leaders are about a thousand pounds oh, of test. My. Yeah. Um, and the reason we do them 30 foot is because the sharks, there's their skin's like sandpaper. Yeah. And so um, when they go to turn around, you know, they can always cut the line off with their with the abrasion of their skin. Um, or what we call tail whip it. Um, but yeah, and, and the 30 foot long gives you the length of, okay, well, if I want to catch a, if I can catch a 12 foot fish or a 13 foot fish, 
I've got that length there where it's not going to cut me off. When do you, can you tell like what kind of shark it is by the way it fights? Yes, definitely. And nobody's ever asked me that. So that's really cool that you asked me that. Um, my favorite, my favorite fish to bite is a tiger shark. They're kind of like babies or puppies. Um, when they bite, it's, it's the funniest thing because they play with their food. Mm-hmm. So the, the pole will just kind of do like a little nibble, you know, like a little perch or something. Um, and it's just them just kind of touching it and playing with it and things like that. And then they, their mouths are so huge that once they suck up that bait, they don't even realize they have it in their mouth. And then they, they take off. And then once they take off, it's kind of like they still don't realize it's in their mouth and they're just kind of slowly cruising, you know. And so from our end, we have like a, a tap, 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 you know, like it plays with it, leaves, comes back, plays with it again. The pole will drop and then all of a sudden he'll start slow rolling. You know, the, you'll hear the drag just yeah. slowly cruising. And then once it realizes it's got a hook in his mouth, then it's like it's game one from there. Do you have to set the hook or is it pretty, pretty gnarly? Like, uh, it, I guess there's use, so much weight with sharks, like it probably just sets itself. Right, right. Uh, depending on the weight, size weight that you're using and things like that, uh, for the most part, it can set itself. But I would always recommend letting the shark eat and yeah. then up in, that, up in the drag, um, let him eat for a while, let him run for a while. Yeah. And then that way, you know, you got him one and then up the drag and that sets the hook. How much line do you guys have on those reels? Oh, dude, we have a lot. I mean, I mean it depends on which reel you're using, you know, so like we'll kayak 800 yards out. So, and we'll still have about 400 yards on there. So, so you're literally dragging the bait out yeah. <laughs> on a kayak or like you said, a drone as yes. far out as you can go right? and dropping the bait and then coming back in. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so <laughs> gnarly. Yeah. When you, it takes some time too. When you're, when we first started, we would, uh, everybody was kayaking, you know, you, you would, you would use the weight. The weight has like these like spider legs on it yep. and you would use the weight and you would like hook it to the back of the kayak and you would bend that leg so that it's sitting there. Yep. And then of course, if you hit a nice little wave, that bait will just kind of slide out the back and it's just kind of dragging behind you, you know? And, uh, one time, <laughs> one time I was kayaking a bait out and, uh, it got, uh, it fell out the back and this shark just came up and just grabs it. And at that point I'm like, he's going to talk me over, yes, <laughs> you know, rad. right, right. Um, luckily he was able to snatch the bait off of the hook. So he didn't come back for it. <laughs> he had already got it the first time around. So I was saved by the bell on that one. <laughs> I, uh, I was diving in Tahiti one time and I shot like a Jack or something. I forget what it was, but the, a girl I was dating at the time, I was like, Oh yeah, we're just going to strap it on the kayak off the back. And yeah. a bunch of reef sharks came up and just started attacking the bait. And it was like yeah. hitting the kayak. She's like, oh, my goodness, Kieran, help me. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> she thought she was going to die. It was so funny. And I was just oh. like diving, like looking at all these sharks with my spear gun. And I was like, well, this is kind of gnarly, but it's so sick. Yeah. But they're like, they are gnarly. Like they're, they're aggressive at bait. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like super scared of sharks. I'm, I'm not. When I first got started, I was. But. You just kind of learn if if there's a lot of bait in the water, there's sharks in the water. I wouldn't be swimming around in the bait because they're not going to purposely bite you, but yeah. it could accidentally happen while they're yeah. trying to get their food. So, hundred percent. So, yeah. what what kind of gear are you usually bringing? Obviously, rods and reels, but like, what is the typical setup? Okay, so 
of course, we always bring our shark tower and uh, and however we decide to deploy the bait, whether it be kayak or drone, we bring that. Um, we used to use the jet ski, but we quit doing that um, and switched to the drones whenever that became popular. What What is um, a shark tower? Uh, it's the rack that we have on top of the truck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and then it, it's like, it's an aluminum rack that has like six or seven. Some people have like three or four pole, pole holders up on the yep. top. Um, and then of course you have your ladder and, and, and things like that. But, um, no, we would bring our shark box and our shark box has, um, all the leaders and drops. Um, and then of course we have our D hooker and, uh, course we also bring our shark tags and vials and taggers and then we have to have a tail rope <laughs> that's for the big sharks um yeah, to pull and, them up or whatever right right because you have you can you can uh you can tag a shark in deep water of course but you you need to have some kind of control over the fish so you do want to bring it in to at least halfway yeah. so that you can safely tag the fish and get it back out uh, but not not so much that you're gonna you're gonna hurt the fish itself. Yeah, yeah. What? How big are the drones you're using? Because you do you have the weight when you're bringing yeah. the bait out with the drone? Yeah, we uh we're using pretty pretty big drones. Um, the ones we're using right now, uh, they're in service. So, <laughs> so right now we're kayaking. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's the the ones we have. They'll take out about eight eight to ten pounds of bait. Eight or ten pounds. Right. How and big are fly- the drones? Um, it's probably about, I don't know, two foot, two and a half foot wide. Oh my goodness. It's probably like yeah. one of those ones that carry the huge cameras when people like film and stuff. I've never, I've never seen one of those. No. Is it like a special <laughs> drone that like you can like clip the stuff on? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's actually, it was a drone that was made for shark fishing out in Australia. And, um, and they, uh, I had problems with my with the, with the with the drone and it breaking down a lot, so I try not to promote that one. Yeah, the drone. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of like, uh. That's just but like, no. <laughs> interesting to me though that you guys use drones to take the bait out. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. The these the drone. I mean, there's so many different types types of drones that you can get that you can take baits out with. It's it's unreal. But the the most part is like it has to have like this lever on the bottom. And on the actual remote control, you can push a button and it'll release the bait. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's super cool. And then it just comes right back home. Wow, it's a that's lot, amazing. It's a lot easier than kayaking. Less time consuming. You can get the baits out so much quicker that way. So you don't do jet skis anymore at all? No, not anymore. We we sold the jet ski and we got two drones. So Yeah. But you wish the jet you had ski, the ski? Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> the ski. <laughs> I love the ski. It's a lot of fun. Jet skis are so fun. I love they them. They are, especially in the surf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So where does all the data go from when when you tag the shark, you catch the shark again, you said, and that's how you can get the data off the shark. How do right. you, or what? where does that go? Okay, so our data, we, we tag for the Texas Shark Rodeo, um, and our tags are donated to us through the Texas A&M uh, Heart Institute out of Corpus Christi. And so that's where all of our data goes to. It goes to them. Can you actually track where that goes? Like, is there like an app for that or anything? No, not for the dart tags. Um, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. For the for the GPS tags, yes, you can. Uh, but those are not just given to everybody. They're super expensive, and and uh, you know it's limited. Like I said, to to people who are a little bit more experienced and that are normally used to catching bigger sharks. So can you, if I wanted to go online and track those sharks, I could actually right. go online and and see that. Right, you can. I don't have the link to it. I don't know <laughs> what the website is uh, yeah. for it, but. That's that's pretty cool. That's interesting because yeah. then we can see what what's out there. Right, right. It's kind um, of scary. You can you Maybe can probably I don't want to do that. <laughs> you can probably go uh, to the Texas Heart Institute online and and it'll have the link for it there. But that's pretty so cool. We, how how often are you catching uh, sharks that you've previously tagged or somebody else has tagged? That is so cool that you asked that because last year no it wasn't last year it was the year before that. I've been doing this for like 11 years and yeah. I've never caught or recaptured a shark that had been tagged. Really? Really never. Um, wow. until, until two years ago. Okay. So the, and the story behind this is super cool. Um, so we were out fishing and I ended up catching this black tip and uh, you know, we write down all the information for it. You know, we write, get the, the measurements, the, the fork length, the girth, uh, whether it's male or female, um, if it's injured or if it has any mating scars, things like that. And then we, of course, we write down the GPS location and we we take our pictures and we put everything on this huge sheet and uh, we send it in. And of course, this one that I had caught ended up it had a tag on it. So I had to report, you know, the tag that it had already been caught. And uh, it wasn't maybe even a week later, I got uh, the information back from it. And it was caught a month prior to me catching it by wow. a friend of mine um, who was probably, uh, I want to say maybe 50, 60 miles down the beach. And when he had <clears throat> caught the fish, the girth was much bigger. Um, <clears throat> and and so he was able to tell that it was pregnant at the time that he caught it. Wow. And so when I caught it, it was no longer pregnant. And so that shows you the information that they can get just off of a recapture. So this, these black tips are coming in during this time and they're traveling from here to here and they're pupping during yeah. that time, during that process. And so that, you know, that kind of gives you a little bit of information on like what they're, what, 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 the, what kind of stuff that they're getting from us tagging these sharks. That's super rad too, because now yeah. you know that they, they gave birth. Like now there's yeah. baby sharks cruising around. That's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, the babies are super cute. <laughs> yeah, I sharks are like, it's funny, like we were just saying, like people are scared of sharks and stuff. I'm not really scared of sharks. Sometimes yeah. I am like when I'm surfing up in Oregon or something like old water, yeah. great whites kind of scare oh, me. Yeah. But I don't know, like they're, they're out there. Like it's a normal yeah. thing or like, you'll be like walking around in the beach and see little sand sharks and stuff. People are like freaking out. And I'm like, they're kind of sick. Like they're rad. Yeah. You, so the sharks that you're catching, I know like some sharks have like smooth hounds. They have grinder teeth. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the weird teeth that are like flat. Yeah, I've seen that, but not on any of the sharks that we catch here. Okay. So you guys all have like gnarly teeth. Yeah, they all have super gnarly teeth. <laughs> can you uh, find teeth on the beach a lot? Uh, you can in Florida. <clears throat> um, when I, Every time I go to Florida, I find teeth on the beach all the time. But here yeah. in Texas, we... We don't do that. There's like one little spot on the beach on a 60 mile stretch of beach. And it's like two miles only. And you can catch, you can not catch, you can find sea glass. 
Yeah. But it's, it's so weird. It's like the way the tide and everything works out there. Like it pushes all the sea glass up to this one spot. Hmm. Um, but we don't, we, uh, we don't find teeth very, very often over here. Yeah. Um, how do you find like a good spot to go shark fish? Uh, we always, of course, we try to stay away from people. Uh, we yeah. try to go, go down the beach as far as we can. Uh, luckily in Texas here, we can drive on the beach and do that. Um, we stay away from structure, like the jetties, um, anywhere where boats will frequent and, uh, away from the surfers, away from kite surfers. Um, just, just so that we don't, anywhere we don't get cut off and anywhere somebody won't get hurt while we're mm -hmm. out there doing it. Is it pretty easy though? Like up and down the coast to catch sharks like could you fish wherever <clears throat> yeah we yeah um here in texas we you can fish wherever you want um uh you can't use the drone wherever you want uh yeah. but so like if we go down the national seashore it's government property and they don't let you use the drone down there so you have to kayak um but anywhere else uh anywhere else yeah it's free game do people freak out when you guys pull up like a 10 foot shark onto the beach well, like I said, we try not to fish around people um, yeah. just because it's a lot of distraction. Yeah, um, for sure. If, yeah, when, you're, you, when your team's out there, and, and we're just a two-man team, when we're out there trying to get all this information, if you have people running up, it's not safe for them. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, you know, you're, you're screaming out measurements to each other, trying to write everything down. It's kind of like surgery. <laughs> it, it's pretty hectic because you're trying so fast to get all this information and you and we try to keep it under like a two to three three minute time frame to get all this info. So you can release a shark really fast. Right, right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's pretty crazy. So we try not to do do it around people. But yeah, people freak out. They're excited. One time we had a a group of people, and uh, the kids just wanted to touch the shark. They were like, "Can we touch it?" So yeah. my, my husband's sitting there holding the shark still and letting the kids feel of them. You know, because their skin's like sandpaper. Yep. Um. And you don't want to, you don't want to get tail whipped by one. Have you ever been tail whipped by a shark? No, but I know I've seen videos and stuff like it's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take your skin off. It's, it's pretty bad. Have you ever, yeah. have you ever been tail whipped? A lot. Really? <laughs> yes. A whole That's lot. so sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Those it's it's so almost strong. like a, it's almost like a burn. My husband caught a, a 12, six tiger last year. and. Uh, of course, when you're when you're trying to get the hook out, um, I'm standing on top of the shark. Well, not on the shark, but you know, one leg on each side of the shark. And a and a, a an almost 13 foot tiger is is about eight to nine foot around. So you know, you're almost doing the splits on top of this shark. And the shark, every time it it thrashes its head like this, it's rubbing the insides of your calves. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty painful. Um, a lot of people don't think about things like that. So, but you have to try to pull open the mouth so that, uh, he can get in with the D hooker and get that hook out as quickly as possible. And at the That's time you're crazy. not, you're not thinking, okay, I'm getting hurt. You're just trying to get that fish back out to sea. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to actually keep the, the sharks alive. Right. Right. That's when he, so crazy. When he caught, I think that was the biggest one that we've caught. And when he caught it, um, of course, I have to leader him in. When he, whatever he catches, I have to go out and leader in. Mm -hmm. So, um, in Texas, our water's like super shallow. We have like um, 
a shallow gut and then a sandbar and then a shallow gut and then a sandbar and then another gut. Yeah. Um, it's not like it is over in Florida where it just drops off, you know? Um, and so I have to walk out there and actually with the shark and actually leader it in. And so it's pitch black dark and I had my headlamp on and we knew it was a big fish and we knew it was a tiger just by the way it was running. Um, but for some reason, when I went out there, my headlamp, my headlamp stopped working. And, uh, <laughs> and then I see this, I see this fin and I see the tail. And with tiger sharks, you can see the stripes fairly well. They're beautiful, beautiful creatures. But with the smaller ones, the stripes are way more dominant. And then with yeah. the bigger ones, it just kind of faded, you know, a little. Huh. And so this one, it kind of rolled over a little bit. And all I could see was this beady little eye. And this big old white belly and it like nine foot around, you know, I'm like, I'm screaming. We always want to know what, what species it is. So he's yeah. up on the rack and I'm out in the water and I'm like, it's a great white. <laughs> 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 well, because it was pitch black dark and that's all I couldn't see any stripes. And yeah. I was freak, I was freaking out. I was like, how often do you catch a great white on the beach? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a blonde moment, but once I realized it was, once I realized it was a tiger, I, I felt so, so silly, <laughs> but, so but we were excited all at first, but we were still excited even though it was a tiger, but still. Do you guys fish at night a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually that's when we get our best bites. Okay. Yeah. At night on an incoming tide, we'll stay out all night long. We'll fish all night. Wow. I yeah. hate staying up at night. <laughs> even on the it'd beach it'd be so you get fun to, though to do it it'd be so yeah. fun you get to listen to the water and just fall asleep well, we won't even take a tent we'll just lay in like these layback chairs and we'll just chill that's so rad and then you'll just yeah. hear the drag start pulling and be, oh we got fish on right right that's Man, so it'll, sick it'll wake you up from a deep sleep yeah when you hear that drag go off or if you hear a pole drop it's just like i mean it's it's just amazing it's the best feeling ever adrenaline just gets fired up that's right, so right. Bad. What kind of information are the scientists trying to, to get from tagging these sharks? Uh, like I mentioned before, with the with the pregnancy thing, of course, yep. they try they'll get information on like where they're going to pup, uh, their migratory patterns, and and things like that. With the DNA samples, of course, they're trying to see if there's any kind of uh, infections or diseases in the shark as well. That's rad. That's probably yeah. super important too, because then we can figure out like what we need to do for regulations and stuff for these sharks too. Right. Because right. sharks really are like the alpha of the ocean. Right. Like, you have shrimp. You have shrimpers that uh, that accidentally catch pups in their in their nets all the time. So if we know for a fact, okay, these sharks are coming in and they're pupping during this time. Yeah. We can actually hold off on the shrimping during that time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's, so super, it, that's really it, important. Right. It'll help. We have a lot of people that um, they they don't realize, you know, the the benefits of shark tagging. Um, and we do get a lot of hate. Uh, we, we really do. But I try to explain to people and especially the people that stop and ask us, hey, what are you doing? You know? Um, I try to let them know how important it is what we're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's amazing. And it's good to be able to actually explain to people why it is important too. Right. What I don't, what kind of... I don't know. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know everything. Um, like I yeah. said, I've only been doing this for, you know, 11 years. 
Um, and so I learned something new every single day. Uh, so I, I try to I try to help people and teach them what we do as much as I can. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. It's important to at least feed it back to the community and let people know what the what you're doing and what it's all about and everything. That's really cool. I like that. Right. Thanks. What kind of bait do you guys use? Uh, we match the hatch. Uh, whatever's out there, dude. That's what that's what we're using. So like if if it's springtime and there's jacks out there, we're we're gonna be using Jack Creville. Um, the fresher the bait, the better, but we have a deep freeze in the, in the garage. that's just full of bait. <laughs> so are you just like cutting up stuff and just throwing it out there on a hook? Yeah, that sounds so gross. Well, that sounds so gross. Yes. Yes. That's what we're doing. Cause I feel like the times that I have caught like sand sharks and stuff, it's just like mm -hmm. cut up mackerel or something like they will eat anything right. that with blood. Yeah. They'll eat anything. They'll even eat themselves. They'll, they'll eat other sharks. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that's not legal to use shark for bait in yeah. Texas. It's not. So no, we use uh Jack Cravel, um, and uh cow nose stingray. That's our favorite baits to use, especially during they love the stingray. Yeah. During the summer. Oh my that's goodness. Rad. Yeah. Uh, hammerheads are my favorite, favorite shark. They're just beautiful. And, uh, and man, when they run, it's just like, they take that bait and they're just gone. They're, I mean, sick. they're gone. That's <laughs> gnarly. Yeah, they'll fight with 50-50. They'll fight every chance, every little being in their body. They're just, they're gone. That's so sick. Hammerheads yeah. are kind of gnarly, huh? They're strong. Uh, right, right. Really strong. Right, yeah. That's why they, they have a 50% chance mortality rate with hammers, um, just because they fight with everything that they have. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what makes the, the fight when catching them more fun. Um. But, you know, like I said, we don't we don't try to target them just because um, just because of the mortality rate of them. But you can't you know, you can't choose what what bites your hook, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. When you when you first started, were you afraid of all the sharks and stuff? Uh, I'm, I've never been afraid of sharks. Yeah. I've always had a love for sharks. I was afraid of kayaking. Yes. <laughs> with like the bait I, on the back and yeah right right because you know it is their home um yep. and they're they're hungry and if you have bait on the back you have you're putting yourself in the in the situation where you could get bit on accident not on purpose yeah um i think that the way that tv and social media has portrayed sharks to be these vicious man-eating creatures is um insane to me they're almost like pets um, they're, they, each one that I have ever caught has its own personality. Um, yeah. just the three minutes of it being on the beach, you get some that are like super feisty and some that are just like, I want to go back out, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're, the way I see them now is like, they just, they're, they're done fighting. They just want to go back out to see, they don't care. Yeah. They're like, do what you need to let me go. <laughs> That's so funny. They're just yeah. kind of cruisy. They're like, ah, yeah, if you want to catch me, you can catch me. I feel like they're such like gnarly creatures. Like they don't even really care about getting caught. They're just like, just put me back in the water and I'll be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get some now. The smaller ones are a bit more feisty than the bigger ones. The bigger ones are like really lazy. And uh, once the fight's done and they're up at the water's edge, they're just, I'm ready to go back. They don't care. <laughs> That's but the so little funny. The little ones, oh, they're 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 doing everything they can to tell thrash you and 
and try to whip back and bite you, they're 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 angry. They're mad. <laughs> That's so gnarly. Yeah, the little I feel, ones. Yeah, like, the older the older ones are just like, ah, we're just cruising. Like, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're minding our own business, and the little ones are like revenge. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this: Do you have like social media, YouTube, or Instagram, or anything that we can follow you on to watch your adventures? Yeah, I do. Um, my YouTube is fishing with Jen. And uh, my Facebook is Fishing with Jen. But then, of course, I also have TikTok and um, uh, Instagram. And that's all just Jen Merchant, uh, J-E-N, okay. and then M-E-R-C-H-A-N-T. Um, but yeah, I, I try to put as much video footage um, for shark tagging is all on my YouTube channel. Sweet. I want to watch yeah. some of that. It's yeah, you'll have to. It's very you'll interesting. You'll have to go check it out. <laughs> There was a guy that caught a great white shark at Tamarack here in Carlsbad like two years ago, like a juvenile, but oh, it was so, so interesting. Awesome. It was super cool. I'm pretty sure that like Fish and Game came or something and tagged it. Yeah. But uh, they ha they were like holding it in the shallows until they got yeah. there and stuff. And it was just super, super interesting. And I like look back on that and I'm like, it is crazy what you can catch off the beach. Right. That I hear right. you talk about this stuff and like. 10 footers, 11 footers. I'm like, oh it's very my frequent. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Super it's frequent. A, it's a lot more frequent than than people realize. Um, I, I tell everybody that when they stop, they're like, oh, I'm not swimming now. I'm not swimming now because there's sharks in the water. And I'm like, yeah, go out and touch the water and lick your finger. And if they're salty, <laughs> they're then there's there's sharks in the water. Pretty much yeah. if you're in the water, in the salt water, you've been around a shark. You just never knew it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. That's super yeah. rad. Are you going to try to fish today? Yeah, I'm definitely fishing today. We've cool. got we've got a cold front coming in and it's going to be so horrible for like the next week and I'm I'm itching to get out there. You're just <laughs> like, frothing. You want to go fish right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> That's rad. We have a bunch of swell right now, so I'm going to go surf. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm Heck yeah. And maybe I, I'll seen... try shark fishing. Oh yeah, uh huh. <laughs> I saw. Um, have you ever caught any sharks? Have you? Ever yeah, I've caught like smooth hound and leopard sharks and stuff like that. I actually, See. I love leopard sharks. Like they are the most pretty shark. Like when yeah. I'm diving and I see a leopard shark, I'm like, oh my goodness! How could anybody eat that thing? Like right. people eat that. That's goals. Yeah, I, I, I have always wanted. That's a goal of mine to go to Cali and catch a leopard shark. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to meet up with you one day. For go sure. up there and catch a Let's leopard shark not to eat just to yeah. catch <laughs> I, know just wanna... okay. I know where they're at okay where they're at well I'm gonna hold you to it I'm gonna hold you to it we're gonna get it done <laughs> it'd be so fun I want to catch one yeah like a big one I I've caught like small ones I've caught smooth hounds I've never caught any like really big sharks I want to catch like makos and stuff that'd be sick or oh, thresher yeah. sharks those things oh. are gnarly they are, and their tails are so huge, but like so those are mostly offshores. Yeah. Makos, we may get a couple of them here during the wintertime. Uh, I think like right now. Um, but the the odds of catching a Mako from the beach are super, super rare. We've had a guy down here that caught one, the same one twice. No way. And yeah, he caught it. Um, he caught it, and then his wife caught it. Um, I don't remember their names, but yeah, it was, it was insane. It was super crazy. And it was her first shark she'd ever caught too. Wow. That's yeah, super it, cool. I'm like, what do you, where do you go from there? Once you like catch like a super rare shark, that's huge. Yeah. Like where do you, 
you don't <laughs> there's nowhere to go up you can't go up from there that's just yeah. the coolest thing and that's for it to so be your bad. first fish you know but I yeah i want to get on that i want to try to catch a big shark well y'all should come down here sometime and we'll next get time you on i'm some. in texas i'll yeah. I'm down <laughs> i want to do that we we get some good waves well longboard waves down here. yeah it can Little. get fun it can get fun yeah if there's and a the hurricane yeah i like that my my neighbors are they surf and um and they're always if, if i'm headed out to the beach to fish they're they're loading up their boards to go surf <laughs> <laughs> and so every rad. morning we're like hey what's up and they're like hey what's up <laughs> i love it yeah rad yeah well i'll let you go fish and i'm okay. gonna go surf thank you so awesome. much for coming on jen thank you it was it was really nice meeting you and nice talking to you yeah for sure all right everybody thanks for listening to above and below and we'll catch you next time Thanks for listening in to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.